Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to the Morning Sports Briefing here at 8am every morning on New Zealand Sports Radio. Hi, I'm Paul and I'll be your host today and I've just realised... I've called myself driving more on the screen, but hey, that's my Twitter handle. So if you want to get in touch, that's how you can do so. And you know what? Today we have new tech, which means that we are live not only on our Facebook page, but also on YouTube and Twitter as well. So whatever your favorite platform is for watching, you can do that. And the recording goes out as a podcast as well. And we are live on iTunes, Spotify, and all of those good podcasters um, as well. So you can get your updates and long-form interviews and quiz shows and all of that here on New Zealand Sports Radio. Today on the show, we have Barcelona having a fire sale, shock at death of Queensland Cup player, Lomu's shorts are up for sale, um, and drug testing is finding innovative ways to continue. And we will kick off with the football update from Steve from the uh, Deep South. How are you doing, Steve? Yes, very well, Paul, and good morning, everyone. And now get ready to fill your boots with the best way to start your day. There's the football news coming your way. And today, we have a full round of results now of round five in the Belarusian Premier League. The EPL clubs have their weekly little chatter. But first, as Paul mentioned, do you want some transfer rumours? We'll get your chops around this one. Barcelona are set for a mass clear-out if or when the transfer window actually happens next. Only three players are said to be safe at the club, with no surprise Lionel Messi being one, but Marc-Andre Testegen and Frankie de Jong being the other two that are set to stay put. With a lack of money flowing through football currently, the club is keen to do business in player trades as opposed to the big money transfers they're normally used to doing. If this does come about, it would make for an extraordinary transfer window with a whole host of players on the move, a completely new look Barcelona and transfers coming out your nose. So that, if that does happen, if that does transpire, would be a very interesting way to start the transfer window this year. In shock news around the football world, the Premier League clubs have yet had yet another meeting on Friday and surprise, surprise, they managed to accomplish next to nothing. 
These meetings are seemingly pointless as they go on, and still we sit at the point of relative unknown for any possible restarts, yet they keep having meetings to discuss it. What they did discuss, however, was some plans of what they could do, like a 40-day window to complete the season starting from June the 8th, with training starting on May the 18th. The clubs have been told the domestic season must be finished by July the 31st. And to be honest with you, I just really think all these clubs just love to go and talk to each other and have each other's company for a couple of times a week and have a nice little chat like they seem to do and discuss nothing of really too much importance. What is of importance, though, is the Belarusian Premier League. And it's time to get your football slippers on and ready for this weekend's results in Belarus. We had the final four matches take place this morning and they have just managed to finish in a bumper run of back-to-back to back-to-back games. So let's take a look at what happened. First up, it was Uslots who took on Slavia and 169 Hardy home fans were sent home with a smile on their face as Uslots struck twice just after the hour, leaving too much work to do for Slavia who come back late but suffered ultimately a 2-1 loss. Royal Brest went up against Minx with a bumper 311 fans in show, but only the one 47th minute goal to speak of. It was Royal Brest who got their season back on track with their second win, you know, one niller over Minx. Vodabesk hosted Ashwin's Domino Brest next, and it was an 87th minute penalty that set the home team with the win. Yes, Ashwin won't be too happy about this. His team failed to get the job done in front of a very good 287 person crowd. Lastly, Barte took on my top of the table torpedo, a huge night, and it was really noted too, with 652 fans showing the way there, but sadly, they didn't get the action they probably would have liked with no goals over the 90 minutes, a stalemate game of nil-nil. So with the round fully complete now, we have a deadlock really throughout this whole table. It's tied to the top with Slotsk, Vertibisk and Torpedo all sitting on 10 points. And then a further three teams. Gorodea, yes, your team's there, Stephen. Energetic and Islots now sitting on nine points further behind them. At the other end of the table, it's a little bit more straightforward with Belsina outright last now on just two points with two draws and no victories. And Smolovishi next to them as well with three draws and no victories on three points. So it's getting a little bit spread out now, but the top of the table is certainly tight here in the Belarusian Premier League. And that is my take on football this morning, Paul. Thanks for your time, everyone. Enjoy your day, and I'll see you again tomorrow for plenty more. Thank you very much, Stephen. And moving over now to um, there are birthdays with Stephen from the far north. There certainly is. Uh, good morning, Paul, and good, every, good morning, everybody out there. This morning... We've got a, a latent front row bloomer, or the other way, a man from the uh, known as the professor and from Heartland Rugby to All Black Rugby. But we're going to start with that latent front row bloomer. Ofa Tuanga Fasi is a New Zealand rugby union player who plays di- domestically for Auckland in the Maritime Cup and the Blues in Super Rugby. He's played 35 tests since his international debut in 2016 and was a member of New Zealand's squad for the 2019 Rugby World Cup. Anaseta Ofa Hemori Tuangafasi, born this day, 19th of April 1992 in Nukualofa, Tonga. He is 28 today. Moving right along to another Pacific Island footballer, Sitiveni Sivivatu, is a retired New Zealand Rugby Union footballer playing in the position of wing. He was largely successful in the 2005 Super 12 season, playing for the Chiefs 
and acquired a starting position in the, the All Blacks. He scored 29 tries in 45 tests. He also scored four tries for the Pacific Islanders in 2004, two of which he scored against his current team, the All Blacks, and two against South Africa. Sitaveni Awaika Sibivatu, born this day, 19th of April 1982 in Suva, Fiji. He is 38 today. And finally, Wayne Smith is a former New Zealand rugby union coach and former player. He had been the assistant coach of the All Blacks for 16 years. He is regarded as one of the great tactical coaches, having been involved in two successful Rugby World Cup campaigns. Smith also represented Canterbury, made 17 appearances for the All Blacks between 1980 and 1985. Smith's coaching career includes stints at Benetton, Crusaders, Northampton, and the Chiefs, where he assisted current Wallabies coach Dave Rennie, winning two back-to-back -back titles. Wayne Ross Smith, born this day, the 19th of April, 1957, in Putaruru, down in the Waikato, and that's the man known as the Professor, who is 63 today. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Yep, with the new take, we don't have the same um, sound board, I'm afraid, folks, so it has to be me, my singing instead for you. Um, don't forget that uh, we have. Got, you can check out our long, the long talks on the uh, Facebook page. We have long talks with um, the Tasman um, Rugby CEO. We've had also the Northland Rugby CEO, as well as the CEO of Waka Armour. And next week, we have... Uh, interviews with people from um, New Zealand surf or Surfing New Zealand, Bowls New Zealand, uh, Bay of Plenty Rugby and uh, New Zealand and Volleyball New Zealand as well. So check out those. They'll be broadcast at two o'clock Monday every day, Monday to Friday next week. The long talk. Moving on to rugby news then. Longu's ripped shorts are available on Trade Me. These are the ones from the 1996 Super 12 final. Uh, and they've been listed on Trade Me for five hundred New Zealand, five hundred thousand New Zealand dollars. That's right, half a million New Zealand dollars. Um, they were initially uh, sold or auctioned for um, charity, and they're going to get auctioned for um, charity again. Uh, they were um, they, when they were sold last time. They were bought for twenty-four years ago for four thousand eight hundred dollars. Um, but uh, uh, he said he wants to name name. Anonymous, that says 50% of the funds will go to children's charities, including Starship and Ronald McDonald um, House in Brisbane. Um, so he'll be keeping half the cash. Uh, these were the ones that uh, were ripped off by uh, in, in the Natal uh, Sharks game by uh, Henry Hunnabell, who threw them over the sideline. They were picked up by a uh, ball boy who then got uh, then got uh, who got snatched off by or got taken by a commentator who then uh, and then Johnny Lomu asked for them back. So that's the history of those shorts. If you fancy uh, uh, owning them, then they're available as hey or will be available for half a million in New Zealand dollars. For All Blacks, uh, Dan uh, Dan Carter um, has finished his time with Kobe Steelers in Japan. This comes to an end because of the um, the uh, league up there being called off. He has not gone as far as to call time on his career. So will we see him later this season playing for a Super Rugby franchise? Or maybe he'll decide to have a season in the Mighty 10 Cup to finish things off. Who knows? We might even see him in club rugby level. Um, so, yes, Dan Carter has not announced his retirement. 
but he is clubless at the moment. It'll be interesting to see where he um, ends up or if he does call time on his career. Over in Australia and the mess that is the discussions between the ARU and the Australian Rugby Players Association continues. Uh, the, uh, it's being held up by some players uh, insisting that they want to be able to take a sabbatical next season to go and earn money overseas to catch up on money they will have lost. Now, uh, it seems strange that this clause is holding things up when it's believed that less than six players would be eligible for it. Um, those players on that potential list would be Michael Hooper, uh, Tavita Kurandrani, Matt Tamua, and Dane Helmut-Petty, uh, who all stand to lose hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um, younger stars would not be eligible for this because of uh, the time uh, you need to have, um, to have been in there. So uh, it's strange, strange that a deal for all of the players is being held up by discussions for just that will only impact um, a, a less than a handful of them. Uh, in similar moves to a, a, a lot of other people, uh, the lowest earners will be protected and it will be a graded system with the highest earners um, believed to be um, losing up to 65% of their pay for six months um, to, and that way that the lower earners would uh, would be shielded from this. So uh, this has been held up at the moment, I say, around that clause. Uh, the Super Rugby franchise think that, look, if they don't have their top players, how can they attract viewers again uh, next season and sort of build the sport back up again? So it's all a bit of a mess over in Australia. Let's hope they can sort things out sooner rather than later. And another sport that's known that's known for its messes. I'm going to hand you over now to Stephen from the Far North. We'll talk to who can bring us up to date with all the league news. Yes, Paul, and we'll uh, head back to uh, Australia and we'll start with some very, very uh, sad news this morning. A former Canberra Raiders and a Brisbane Broncos player, Mitch Cronin, has died suddenly aged just 27. The hooker was found dead in his swimming pool by family members following a wait session on Friday afternoon. The, the death is being treated as a training accident and reportedly a possible heart attack. Cronin was part of the Canberra system for many years where David Ferner, now an assistant coach at the Newcastle Knights, transformed him, transformed him from a uh, fullback. It's a tragic lo loss of life, as manager Paul Hogan told the Courier-Mail. He really was a lovely young man. Everyone in the Queensland Cup held him in such high regard. This has left the uh, Wynum Club, their players, myself, totally shocked. Although never make an making an appearance in the NRL, Cronin did play in the Auckland Nines for the Raiders and also the Broncos, whom he joined after leaving Canberra. Injuries saw him drop down a level where he played for and captained his beloved Wynum Manly Seagulls more than 100 times, culminating in reaching last year's Queensland Cup Grand Final, the club's first since 2012. He has not given up on making an appearance in the NRL and was working hard towards a return to top level. Tributes were paid to Cronin, who would have turned 28 next week by his former teammates on social media following the tragic news. Former Raider Jordan Rapina wrote, Man, I still don't want to believe it. You got me through some of the toughest times of my life. I love you, brother. Fly high, you absolute legend. I love you forever. Okioki Taina, Queenslander. And um, listen, he also has our condolences here from uh, New Zealand uh, Sports Radio. Very big community, the uh, league community, and they will will be will be shocked. I'll just quickly go into a little bit of uh, a couple of short stories here. 
we've got in and around NRL news. The NRL will next week consider private equity and loan proposals tabled by American investors Park Lane. The Sun Herald reports that the firm has put forward to headquarters a number of proposals that will be on the agenda when the ARLC meets for crucial decisions on Tuesday. Park Lane specialises in helping investors become owners of sporting franchises and has facilitated deals to buy and sell teams across American major leagues. Also for discussion on Tuesday is $250 million line of credit brokered by London firm Opal Sports Advisory. And uh, finally, just a little bit of news in and around the Warriors. Now, the Warriors are set to target a beachside facility for quarantine exemption. A recreation facility called Lake Ainsworth at Lennox Head on New South Wales, far north coast, will be proposed to the Australian government to give the Warriors an exemption from strict hotel quarantine rules. The Sydney Herald reported momentum is building around potential 20-round competition with Origin to be, to be played as late as November. The Warriors plan to arrive in Australia on May 3rd after they finish a month-long isolation period in New Zealand and are seeking an exemption to train during the 14-day quarantine period for people entering Australia from overseas. Under the proposal, the Warriors would lock themselves in a cabin facility on New South Wales' north coast, away from the community. The facility includes a training field, gym, indoor centre, tennis courts, basketball court and swimming pool. So, Paul, it just seems like things are starting to move in the NRL and we may see some footy after all. Oh, that sounds good. It's moving in the right direction. Uh, and uh, it sounds like they'll be actually on a sort of little holiday retreat rather than a uh, rather than quarantine there. Um, a little update. One point actually on, on your funding one is I, mean, I missed out is that the AIU um, deal with the players is holding up their funding from World Rugby um, as well. Uh, little advert break. And remember that on Wednesday evenings at 8 p.m. we have the Do You Know Sport um, quiz show. Uh, grab yourself a mate and join us on that and enter. Um, we're looking for registrations for that over the next few weeks. Um, so do uh, grab yourself a mate and enter for that quiz. Moving on to general sports news and uh, over in the USA, USADA, the doping authority over there, is taking a novel approach to drug testing. Obviously, with lockdown, many countries have had to stop doing random drug tests and the happy fears that some unscrupulous athletes will take advantage of this window um, to get involved in doping the way that usada uh, is or usada is tra trailing trialing sorry a, a system where they send a sealed testing kit to a player to athletes um, and then at a set time uh, the uh, the inspector will do a zoom call or a video call with the athlete the athlete will un Break open the the testing kit on camera. Will then retreat to a toilet, and obviously the camera will be set up outside the toilet for play for players' privacy issues, um, where they will uh, obviously do their business. Uh, it will then be temperature checked and timed to make sure make sure they do it in a set time. And we'll also have a kit for taking blood samples as well. That all gets sealed up and then collected for um, testing. Um, in other news, uh, Formula One news, um, looks like Christian Vettel will be renewing at Ferrari. Um, if he does this, this will stop the chance of uh, Lewis Hamilton moving over to them. And if Lewis Hamilton has been um, being hunted by Ferrari for a while, but it looks like the German driver 
um, is going to is going to renew instead with um, with Ferrari. Uh, he has not won a, a world title in a long time after becoming the youngest youngest ever um, to win three t- uh, titles on the trot. Over in darts with the PDC home tournament has already um, had its issues with two players dropping out. We've had withdrawals by the two-time world champion Anderson um, of Scotland and world number six, Gurney of Northern Ireland, because their internet connections weren't up to the broadcast standards due to unreliable Wi-Fi. Now, um, for anybody who is involved in streaming, um, my tip is don't use Wi-Fi. Use an ethernet cable. Uh, It is much more uh, stable than Wi-Fi. So unsurprisingly, if you use Wi-Fi, you're going to have these sort of problems. So that's two players who are already out of the uh, um, of that tournament that was supposed to be hosting the top 32 players in the world. Over in basketball news, the NBA players have all agreed to take a or to have 25% of their pay withheld. Um, and if games happen, then various amounts of that will be released. But if no games happened, then that's uh, then that then the money will stay with the uh, teams to uh, obviously help them in this time where a lot of uh, sports and teams are going through financial hardship. Hardship, dear me, tripping up over my words today. Finally, in um, basketball news, closer to home, the NBL is hopeful um, that uh, well, is is going to be reducing the salary cap and reducing the number of players per squad as well as reducing the number of overseas players available uh, to the teams. This is all to obviously help them with their uh, financing issues. Um, current players that uh, current players are being allowed, that if they want to, they can uh, drop their, uh, their contracts and look overseas. But obviously with the travel restrictions that are in place, uh, finding an overseas contract is going to be extremely difficult. So I think a lot of them will decide actually keeping a job rather than no job, and, and even with the pay cut, is a better place to go. Finally, in Olympics news, uh, there has uh, uh, medical experts have come out and said it would be very difficult for the Olympics to host the Olympics, and or for Tokyo to host the Olympics and Paralympics next year in that window if we do not have a vaccine available. They point out that the vaccine was a year to a year and a half away, uh, which would make it obviously a very tight timeline uh, to fit in the Olympics if it is the higher end of those. But they believe that the vaccine will be, once it's uh, um, developed, will be available readily for everybody. So it should be very quick to vaccinate people, um, even if uh, it could take a while for it to be uh, developed. So yes, the Olympics need to have that to go ahead, they suggest. Thank you, everybody, for joining us at 8am for this morning sports briefing. We are here at 8am every single day of the week, seven days a week. Um, so do join us for the best way to start your day fully up to date with all of the important sports news. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry shampoo, Chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.